gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, everybody, everybody in the sound of my voice. Welcome to the Let's Boogie 101 show right here on Fresh Nation Radio, WJON. We are here again to give you another exciting show. This is the holidays, and we want to say to each and every one of you, happy holidays. And we're going to have a great show tonight. We're just here with the crew. The team is in the building. And let me, without further ado, introduce my co-host once again, Ms. Consuelo, Patricia Pope. What's going on? Hello, family. Hello, people of positive energy. It's your sister girl, Consuela Patricia Pope. I'm so happy to be with you. Listen, there's a lot of things on my mind, but the most important thing is that you make sure that you take time to breathe, make time, make time to meditate. And I know that as we're going into the holiday season, the kids will be over, you know, from from school, and uh, it'll be a little bit extra. You got to figure out the toys it gives or whatever. But at the beginning of the day, the most important thing is that you take time to tell your people, your tribe, that you love them and you be good to one another. That's what's important. It's not about gifts. That's not the reason for the season, people. All right. Amen. Amen to that. Amen to that. And we got my man, the brother, the comedian of the group. <laughs> and Mr. And Tattletail is in the building. What's going on, my brother? <laughs> my baby. Tattletale. He will strike. Oh, he, he said he's not talking to anybody. Right he's a comedian, y'all. Yeah. Hey, listen. He's a, oh, he's going. Cool. Right now, right now, without further ado, we're gonna we're gonna come back to Mr. Tattletale right there. He got something. He just gave me the finger. He'll be right back, y'all. Right, okay. We're take it over to my man, the Wizard, Mr. Ray C. I, I, I'm, 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 the you know the whole nine the pre preparation the you know this takes a lot of energy direction and planning and we're here to serve the public right here on this great outlet that we're coming to you live and in living color and fresh nation radio wjon welcome everybody this is the whiz right. pushing buttons and screaming happy holiday right? <laughs> everybody <laughs> Absolutely. How's that? I'm, me, I'm, 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 you can't stop me now, brother. That's right. That's get, right. You, Let me tell you, you know, something. We're wound up with no place to go. <laughs> listen, the listening audience has no idea what's exactly. going on behind the scenes here <laughs> on the Let's Boogie 101 show, y'all. It we is hilarious. We started this about an hour and a half ago, and here we are. <laughs> oh, my Still goodness. We are buttons. here on the Let's Boogie 101 show. This is comedy night, y'all. We have okay. a, a, oh my goodness, a succession of, of comedy going on here behind the scenes that is amazing our brother tattletale has went from comedian to magician he'll be back though yeah back to entertain us some more how you doing man what's going on i have no complaints at all as a matter of fact i was just thinking how wonderful it is that Brittany griner has made it home to see her family uh that's a blessing i know that when she came we saw that she cut her locks out of her hair oh she did we i didn't notice that. that she did huh yeah there's oh, a wow. transformation okay. that's going on uh her uh intentions are to help other people that are in the same situation i know that um the medical people that be or the powers that be in terms of you know saying how this the protocol should be she didn't follow them in terms of saying she wanted to be isolated. I, I think that she 
hit the ground running, being thankful, is greeting everyone on the airplane that was, you know, taking her to her destination of home, but not, you know, because there's a lot of shell shock. Remember, she was in a place where she really, even though she's an international, you know, traveler, which I am too, sometimes in order to be an international traveler, you only know 50 words. Stop playing. I'm telling my truth. Think about it. She's in a Russian prison. She's not Russian. She doesn't really speak the language fluently. And I'm saying that with boldness because that's not your first language. It must have been traumatic. And then to be thinking that you're going to be there a long time and then get the news suddenly I'm going home. Can you imagine the overwhelming feeling? I'm about to cry. The overwhelming feeling that she must have had saying, I'm going home. Is this for real? This is not psych your mind. Now, I don't even know if I was a ball player like her, if I want to even ever step foot in Russia or if that's even an option for her at this particular point. Remember, women's basketball doesn't pay as much. That's why, I, that's why I'm not playing. Um, uh, <laughs> doesn't make as much money. And remember, to subsidize a lot of the women's basketball league players would go over to Italy. Yeah. And have to play several in, order, in order to play right. to make them to make that real money exactly um i don't know if she's gonna go over there again i don't even know if that's something that's permitted um i'm just glad that she's home the other thing is with this shaquille shaquilla i'm sorry shaquilla i i'm praying for the family i i still know that there's a lot of things that we don't know unless someone has any more information I'm praying for that family and I'm praying for all the people um this is a this is a tragic story I'm feeling some kind of way like when you go out with your tribe your tribe members have an agenda of peace have an agenda of resolution we see that on national television even with the housewives of Beverly Hills or whatever, these people got mucho, mucho uh, dineros and monies and coins and change and so forth. And they're having arguments. I don't know if I need to travel with people that I don't like or don't really love me. And then it makes me think you got to be really careful when you travel outside of the country. Just be mindful of the rules and regulations sure and also sure be mindful of who you're traveling with because your friend, <laughs> could be your foe and your foe could be your friend and, and we just don't know these things that's yeah, um, a very unfortunate unfortunate situation and you know god bless her man god bless yeah. all the people you know that are going through tragedies and people that have lost their lives mm -hmm. over several months now there's a lot of uh young people you know killing each other there's a lot of a lot of people dying over, well, over things that you don't know, need really, to. really are just tragic. And we had an know. incident in Harlem not too long ago where allegedly, and I have to say, I have to make sure that we use these words properly. Uh, allegedly, an 18 year old boy killed his 16 year old. Yes, girl yes. we heard about by that as stabbing, well. By a we stabbing. About that. And, and this is the thing how angry are our people becoming, or how angry are people, not just our people, people becoming? Because you know that um, people are hyper. Um, angry for a lot of different reasons. And part of it is because we have to teach our population of humanity how to communicate with each other. We have to learn fundamental 101s to agree to disagree, um, understand that freedom of speech is okay, 
uh, within certain parameters and be able to have friendly debate. I don't think people know how to argue anymore. I love a friendly debate. I don't want to argue. Yeah, but what's going on right now is a lot of this um, is young people, young people more than I've ever seen before. And that is very disturbing to me. Life in general is going to bring, you know, I mean, things are going to happen in life. It's always happened. There's always been murders. There's always been violence and what have you. But it seems like it's more of the young people now, more and more. It's becoming like, I don't want to say, I don't want to use the word on a regular basis, but it's becoming consistent enough, you know, for the, for, for the, for the alarm to ring. It's, it's too much going on. Too many young people. My son, a friend of his, mm. went to college, went to Buffalo University about four months ago, um, three months ago, not even three, maybe about two months ago. Mm-hmm. He went to a party, well, he went with some guys, he left his dorm, went over to the other college in the same neighborhood, somehow got into a fight. Um, 19-year-old. Baby. Got stabbed, and this young man is laying in the grave right now. Now, this is a young man that I know. His name is Tyler. God bless his soul. God bless his family. He went to school. He wasn't that type of kid. He was not a fighter. Going to get an education. He was going to get an education. His mother mother was, you know, only child. And this young brother right now, this young man is is deceased because of a fight. Someone stabbed him, the person that he had the altercation with, stabbed him directly in his heart, and he died on the scene. My son and their friends, they were all together uh, over the summertime, and the last thing they said to him was, "Um, I'll see you in November, I'll see you at Thanksgiving. Mm. I'll see you all at Thanksgiving. And he had spoke to them like, maybe a week before that or a day or two before this actually happened. Another young man who went to uh, the charter school my son was going to when he was a young man, when he was a little kid, uh, was another young man that he knows, 17 years old. He was from, he got involved in the gangs in the streets and he got shot and killed as well. 17 years old. So now this is two of my my son's classmates mm. gone. Tragically, not not sick, not in car accidents, not some other accident by the hand of someone else. Gun violence and just violence in general. Now, the people in Harlem, the young man that stabbed his girlfriend. All of these things. If you look around. There's something going on out here. Mm-hmm. And we say, well, you know, communication, this, that, and the third, but it's 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 resonating with these with these kids, these youths, that you don't talk anymore. You don't have a a fight and walk away. <clears throat> if you have a fight, someone has to die. This is their mentality. This is what they they see because there's no there's no <clears throat> social skills in order to navigate mm-hmm. uh, people talking about you. It's 
You said something about me, zero to 60, I'm going to kill you. Right. I'm going to kill you before you kill me. Or I know I can't beat you, so I'm going to stab you. I'm not going to even give you an opportunity to film me getting beat up. I'm not going to give you an opportunity to put me on social media and everybody bully me and laugh at me. So I'm just going to take your life. And that's that. Number one, they don't even have the mentality. We've discussed this a thousand times before. They don't have the mentality to even understand the consequences no. of their actions because you affect so many lives. You affect your own life, your family's life, the life of the person whose life you took, their family, so on and so forth. If they have any children, you affect everybody. Yes. Your life is done. You're done. But this and, is not just for children, Les. I think that everybody needs to understand that your actions have consequences. Your choices, <laughs> your choices lead into the next chapter of your life. Well, everybody, you know, but yeah, that's true. But what I'm saying is, I'm not excusing an adult. No. You're supposed to know better. You do something, you already know there's going to be consequences. I'm talking but about the these, adults are I'm the talking about these are, young men. Huh? Right, but the adults are the ones that are these mothers, and I'm going to say it. These mothers have to have to raise their children. These fathers have to raise their children. We talk about the village, but before we get to the village, let's get to the mama and papas, and you do better. You do better. And it's not just enough for you to talk to your child that's in your household. You talk to every child that comes in your household, every child that comes in your contact. Some of these boys need love. Some of them just need a hug. Baby, you okay? Yeah, yeah, Miss P, I'm okay. Come here, let me give you a hug. You'd be surprised how much they're going to melt. Yeah, but let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. A lot of these same kids you're talking about, they get, the, they get love. But what's going on, what I'm trying to explain is that when they go out in those streets, right. see, we're not in those streets. No, I'm not. We're not, we're not sub subjected to You're this right. gang mentality that's going on out here. Oh, that's a whole The peer thing. pressure is totally different than when we were coming up. Yes. A lot of these kids come from good homes. Mm. All of them are not thugs and gangsters. Right. But they still get involved. Right. Because of the gang mentality. You got to be with this set or this crew. You got to be with somebody or you're going to get ate alive. So either you roll with us or we roll on you. Now, Wes, I'm curious. Do we still have a gang population? I mean, when oh. I was growing up, we had the, the Latin Kings and the Ball Busters and the, the Decepticons. Okay, I'm aging myself. I'm 40 plus tax, right? Um, so I, I, and now I hear about the Bloods in a crib, but in my mind, see, in my mind, they were on the other coast. Oh no, 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 no! You understand, like in my right, do you hear I understand saying? what you're saying. This ain't boys in the hood, though. This ain't California, Compton. This is right here in the Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, Connecticut, down south, West Coast, wow. East Coast. This is everywhere. It has. This is the point that I'm trying to make. This is running rampant in elementary schools on up. What? Element, yes, right. Elementary schools on up. I work in the school system. I'm telling you facts. I'm not even It's running right. from the, 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 the babies on up. This is how they're growing up. And this is the, what I'm saying to you, is that parents are not all bad. No. A lot of them are doing what they're supposed to do. They're not all in the club shaking it and getting it, getting it popping. A lot of them are working, and they come home, and they're leaving their children. But the children are being being coerced 
to be involved in this stuff because that's that's what they're growing up into. Right. That's what they see. That's what's going on where we went to parties and had fun and we started, you know, we were looking to enjoy ourselves. Their social life is Snapchat, World Star, what color you in, who you with. And if you're not with that, then you're a victim. So you got to get with somebody and it's all over. So a lot of times what you see is by not volunteering to be in, you're in mm, for your own protection. This is like being, see this thing permeates from the penitentiary. Mm. In the penitentiary, you're going to be with either somebody, you could be one of them cats that don't bother nobody, people might leave you alone and you'd be cool. But everybody crew up with somebody. Uh. Everybody gets with somebody. It's a protection thing. If I'm not with this person or this crew, this crew over here might come and see me, so I got to get with somebody. Either you're Muslim, you're a Latin king, you're a Nieta, you're a, 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 a vice lord, you're a, a blood, a crypt, you're somebody. You're with somebody. You're with some set. And these kids are growing up in our communities. It came from the West Coast. It came, it started in Chicago, to be very honest with you. And it came through and Cali and all these different places. Now it's here. It's been here for years. It started back in the blood started coming here in the early eighties. And it started to it started to matriculate into our society. And these kids are growing up in that. And a lot of them feel they don't have a choice. They don't have a choice. So they get out there and they get in something that they cannot negotiate they cannot they don't have the tools to know how to negotiate these problems that they're in so it's really it's easy to say we you know we need a village yes that's true there's no question about that but at the end of the day at the end of the day we're not with them in school 24 7 right when somebody's trying to take their sneakers or seven eight kids is over here saying you got to get with us or we're going to jump you or we got to get over here or we're going to jump you or this girl's got to cut this girl or this girl got to do this to this this girl we're not in that. We don't see it. Right. So we don't really understand as parents because we didn't have to go through that. No. We had a little fist fight and, and hopefully it was over and that was that. Sometimes we spoke and still still was friends. Sometimes we just left each other alone. Right. But it wasn't I'm gonna kill you and see you and take your breath away. Right. So that's the problem. That's the problem right now. So what needs to happen? Who knows what really truly needs to happen? We need to start Yes, telling our kids you don't have to be involved in that is easy to say, but the pressure's on them and we're not with them in these schools. That's the problem. How do you protect your child? How do you protect your child when they have to go through that? And then social media is such an influence because the the children are socialized on social media media, but they are not social in real life. They they, you know, like you said, they don't they don't have enough tools to navigate what's going on, which is, which is, which is scary because you can't make choices based on fear because you will always <laughs> choose wrong. Fear should not be, you know, anyone's life, fear of being accepted, fear of being liked, fear of being, you know, like, I, I know that we were bullied growing up, child, please. I was, you know, but you came to a point where you, you met it and you dealt with it, but now, it's so much more vicious because it's not just 10 people. It's a hundred, 200, 300, you know, however many followers someone has. Hey, guess what y'all? Guess what? We have our brother is back with us. <laughs> man, Tattletail is finally in the building. Listen, listen, on, 
Listen here, listen here. You can't keep me down for long. Sooner or later, I'm going to get through because that's what I do. I know that's right. That's my brother. Man, you had me. Man, you was doing a, a, a in and out. You was doing your listen thing, here, listen, listen, listen. You must be I was tired. doing the Japanese. I was doing the Japanese boogaloo. Japanese you must be tired, man, running around like that, man. running through Japanese Facebook boogaloo. and, and StreamYard and and, and 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 Chrome and, and phones. Oh man, I've be been tired, running man. around get, getting this device, that device, and you know I can't move too quick, so I had to I had to fight to get up the steps, fight to get back down the steps. Oh man. <laughs> Y'all don't know what I've been going through, so man. Well, we see it. We see you're, it. You're the yeah, I'm, 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 I'm here. I'm here. I'm so glad to see you. And you now. Oh, same thing. Consuelo, step to your mic a little closer. I Come said, I said to him, I said he's the official IT guy now. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. We got it together. You look good now, Tattletail. You look good. Well, well, thank you very <laughs> much. And, you know, it all comes down to looking good. Yeah, yeah. You looking good now, man. But you know, we were talking about this thing, and I don't. You know, it's the holiday season, and I just want to—I just want to say to the families, man, that are, that you know have to unfortunately go through hard times because, as we said before, holidays are not always joyful for a lot of people. There's a lot of reasons for that, but for those, you know, we want to we want to keep them, you know, in our in our prayers, and we want to make sure that we acknowledge uh, those people who are sick. We want to make sure we acknowledge those people who are alone. You know, those who have lost loved ones and those who are missing loved ones like we all are. You know, it's sometimes it's a time of reflection. But nonetheless, we are, we're here as we live. We still have to participate uh, while we're here. And hopefully we do that and people still have a good time with their families and friends during this holiday season, which they should have every day. It's not just a holiday season. Christmas is in five days. Today's the 20th. Christmas is in five days. What does Christmas mean to you, Ray Caviano? Mm, it's for the kids. I have mixed emotions. You know, it's okay. Um, I'm not a big Christmas guy, to be quite frank with you. I like Thanksgiving more, in a way. <laughs> you know, um, Thanksgiving is a reflective day, getting together with family. I don't have kids and, and what have you. So it's, it's a retail thing, too. Christmas is a big marketing scheme. You know, this is where all the retail makes its money in this period here of the next two or three weeks. I mean, they got Walmart uh, and Amazon saying you can order and we'll deliver your, your your stuff in an hour on Christmas Eve. Can you believe that? In an hour. So it's a retail thing. It's a good festive thing. Uh, you know, and I appreciate it. Uh, but for a lot of people, they talk about uh, having more acute depression during the holidays. Right. And to a certain degree, that is true of a lot of people that don't have families uh, or whatever their personal situation is. And the, and the, and all this hoopla about, you know, happy holidays. Maybe you're not so happy. You know, bah humbug. What can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> you know? But yeah. uh, ironically, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pushing a Christmas record right now. So I guess I should get in the spirit, right? Get in the spirit. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Pushing a record with Caviano, pushing a record with RFC, uh, doing his thing with uh, the record man. We'll talk about the one well as well yeah. as we are yeah. coming into this holiday uh, real, real quick. Came around real quick. Seemed like we just celebrated Christmas. And here we are again. Tattletale, what does Christmas mean to you? And I know I'm, I'm going I'm to strap in for this, for this answer. Uh, well... 
to, to, to me, it's it's just another another day. Um, but one thing that's very important, uh, we should somehow just take the notion of our mind that we have to care about our families and friends during Christmas. This is something we have to do all the time. Every day or every other day, call somebody, check up on them, how, how you doing. Just want you to know that I care about you, that I love you. You know, can I get you anything? Can I bring you anything? You want me to stop by and visit you for, you know, for hours? So we, we got to we gotta start doing that. Because if you just take this, this one day, once a year, and we're not calling nobody, we're not seeing nobody. The only time we see family when somebody passed away, and that's those of us that can make the funeral arrangements. That's not good. That's not good at all. So this is why people get depressed. Right. We gotta, you know, we got, you know, all of us, all of us gotta, got, gotta tighten up on our love situation. We really, we really do. We really do. I agree. I agree. Swella, what does Christmas mean to you? Well, you know, the reason for this is so much more deeper than we First of all, I'd like to say, Happy Winter Solace as the going into that on Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, December 21st is the Winter Solace, so we'll be going into that. And I know that a lot of people, well, let me just answer the question first. For me, it's more than just one day. Um, as I've gotten younger in reverse or older and wiser, as some people say, I realize that it really is, you know, it's about family, but family should be all year round. And Tattletale, what you said is so very important to check up on those people and just reach out and say, hey, a phone call, a text message, uh, uh, you know, leaving a message, dropping up my neighbor, um, uh, upstairs, her name is Beanie. She actually dropped off a Christmas card. Who does that? And I was so tickled by that. Like it, it meant something to me. I was like, oh my, like she gave me a, a box of chocolates or something. But the card was so beautiful and her penmanship is so gracious and gorgeous and whatnot. It almost looked like calligraphy. But like little things like that, the old people in the building, you know, check on them, just say, hey, you know, and if you have money to, to, to find, if you don't, that's fine too. I remember uh, Christmas having oranges and walnuts in the uh, candy dish. That's how I knew it was holidays. Anybody like that? My mother is very, you know, <laughs> you had, um, you had your, your frutas, you had your fruits, you had your nuts. You had, you know, stuff that was seasonal. You could have that sweet orange. And it, I, I, I think back into that. I didn't have a lot, but I had a lot of love. Mm. And it was, I don't remember any of my gifts growing up as a child. I really don't. But I remember my mom and my dad and my sister. And I remember what I felt. I remember that being the most important thing. Right, 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 right. You know, I think about this, y'all. You know, as we've gotten older... Christmas, of course, has changed in our minds of what it means to us. But remembering when we were younger, when we were kids ourselves, right? But you know, when you get older, you get a little jaded about these holidays. But when we were younger, and I'm going to speak for myself, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Christmas. I enjoyed Thanksgiving. I enjoyed Easter. That's where I was raised. That's what I knew. You know, I didn't, I didn't add all the other things that I, of 
course, know now about these holidays and is it real? Is it this? Is that? You know, whatever, whatever. I was a, I was a child. I was a young man. I was having fun. It meant not having to go to school. It meant, you know, being able to being able to uh, simply have a great time. Tattle say you're good. Just leave her exactly where you're at. Where it was at. You're good. It was uh, a time of, of, of joy and fun, friends, hanging out, you know, Christmas parties. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I'm saying is we get older, but you got to remember there's still kids out here now. Why not afford them the same opportunity? If it was a, if it was a good experience, mm-hmm. why not allow them to have that experience as well? Because we're older, we're, low, as I said, a little jaded. We had a different opinion about it now. I don't think we should take that away from the kids. That's my opinion. And then let them find out for themselves. It's just like when your mother told you or your father told you, hey, Santa Claus will be here at 1 o'clock in the morning. You need to go to bed. <laughs> you know, today, you know, you, you, you people are, oh, there's no Santa Claus. You know, don't, don't, don't believe that. You know, to me, let children be children. Let them be children and have that child experience because growing up too fast, so you're going to be, you're going to be a, an adult a whole longer, longer time than you are a child. Facts. Get that child experience. And I think even reflecting on our conversation of earlier, a lot of people, a lot of children today don't have the child experience. And I'm going to give you some examples. We used to play Kick the Can, Johnny on the Pony, Hot Peas and Butter, all these different things that we scalesy and all these things that we did uh, dodgeball and all the things we did in our neighborhoods to occupy our time, riding our bikes. And different These kids today, I see a few people riding bikes, but just the community games that we put together, these kids are like too grown for that. Let children be children. Come through that adolescence. Come through, you know, your, your teen years. Come through all of that and experience each and every facet of that. And I think that's what shapes you to the adult that you become. Because I have great memories, y'all. Great memories of, of coming up. And as we know from the former show, you saw some of the people that I was with. And we had great, great times. And I think kids are more isolated. Mm-hmm. So they need, you know, but here again, you don't really want your kid running around the streets because of what's going on. So how do they enjoy themselves during the Christmas holidays? You got to make sure you monitor where they go. Send me a text. What time you coming back? If they're too long, there's nothing wrong with texting them. Hey, it's getting late. You need to come on back. You need me to come get you? Is everything good? Even, you know, be overprotective, whatever you want to call it. But you trying to let people grow up too fast is not good. I experienced my junior high school, my elementary school, to my junior high school, to my high school. Then I became that adult. And those fond memories, or sometimes I sit back, especially to my reflection, I sit back and I think about that and it just puts a smile on my face. You know, when I watch the cowboy movie, you know, I remember Roy Rogers and, 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 and all these. Yeah, Tattletale know what I'm talking about. Ray know what I'm talking about. I remember these yeah. Lassie, Gunsmoke, that gun will travel, yeah. Perry Mason. That's right, all of that. Oh, man. It was a beautiful time, man. Leave it yep. to Beaver. You don't yep. know nothing about that, Consuelo. Leave it to Dr. Beaver. Dr. Kildare. Dr. Kildare. Ben, ben Casey. Casey. There you go. 
Hopalong Cassidy. Y'all got smiles on your faces. By yeah. Just mentioning that. Um, 26 men. Remember that one? That's right. Yeah. Route 66. Oh, yeah. Get my kicks. Route 66. Route 66. <laughs> That's right. What was that song? Cookie, cookie, lend me your cone. That's right. That's right. All of that okay, stuff, guys, they're speaking in code. So I understand. It, is, it is quite a okay. memories. You see the smiles. They just lit up. They just lit up. They know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Day, I got right? one. Burke's Law. Burke's Law. That's right. Gene Barry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How, what was that one? Back Masterson? He did Bat Masterson too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Kojak. Kojak. How about this oh, Terry, one? Terry How about this one? How about The Fugitive? The Fugitive. David, David Jensen. Jensen. That's right. You know, yep. I see these, these were all great things. I spy. Mm-hmm. Duck Tory. How about Ben? How about the Jetsons? Huh? Jetsons. Jetsons. The Jetsons. Yeah. Right. And, and the Flintstones. Well, well, yeah. I, I, I'll take you way back. Mighty Mouse. Oh yeah. <laughs> huh? Courageous. What about and Minute Mouse? Y'all remember? Y'all remember Dodo, the kid from outer space? <laughs> How about Captain Kangaroo and Sandy? Captain, Captain Kangaroo, Mr. Green Jeans, Mr. Green Jeans. Was that guy on the show on Channel Five, Sandy Becker? Sandy Becker. Sandy Becker. Yep. Right. Now, yep. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of the show. Now, now this is the thing. You've seen some of the you. Some of you have seen some of the shows like uh, SpongeBob. Right. I'm just using him yep. as an example. That show, Tom. First of all, Tom and Jerry. I watched it. I'm okay. Was it violent? Heck yeah! And I kind of, <laughs> you okay. know, like I kind of I liked it. I didn't have a helmet riding my bike or riding skates or any of those things. Um, we had click clacks. Y'all don't remember that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. The yeah, we remember click clacks. Click invented the click clack. You kidding me? Yep. Did the helicopter? That's right. You got to do it yep. on your head and all of that. Like you got bruised for real and on purpose, but that was part of it. We ate uh, <laughs> pop rocks, which I think are banned or whatever the case may be, that would pop in your mouth. Um, mm -hmm. Like you know, we ate fireballs and stuff like that. So yeah, yep. each generations will have um, something that they can uniquely say that there's theirs but all of what we were mentioning were things that people can do in front of the television by themselves and use their imagination i want us to understand i don't want to take childhood away from childhood but i realize that and i maybe it's the jadis or the wokeness and i want to take that word back because being woke should not be a, a downer it should be a, a a thing of liberation when you wake up from sleep our mm -hmm. society has miseducated us on so many things. So I think that it's right for us, parents, educators, teachers, um, you know, just the person to educate these people on what the real is. And I'm not saying take someone's Santa Claus away or take the Easter Bunny away or whoever. What I'm saying is that we need to find out where the origins of these things come from. And maybe yeah. you're going to apply this to your child. Make sure that we're doing it, you know, for for the right reasons. True, true, true indeed. But you know, the the, the point is, I wonder. They'll kids today will have their memories as well. I, yep. I understand that, you know, and we have to give them an opportunity to embrace those memories, as long as they're but not bad memories. I don't want you know you don't want memories of 
having to run from a gang and, and all right. that. Right. You know, and the, there's good things that can be done, wholesome things that can be done. Now, you know, people say, oh, man, what are you talking about? But there's nothing wrong with being a, a kid when you're supposed to be. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that's the most beautiful thing is to have the innocence of being a child. And once it's gone, and you know, people lose their innocence at different ages. There's something uh -huh. that might wake them up in their reality that forces them to be an adult, you know, whether they're the oldest sibling and they have to be the one to cook for the, the, the younger kids because their mom is working three jobs or two jobs, whatever that situation is, even in that, there's a lesson learned, you know, saying, you know, my sister or whoever, they were responsible or we didn't have a lot, but we always had food on the table or whatever the case. I think that um, it's important, and I'm going to go back to it, is that um, the adults in the families take time to talk to the kids as much as possible, but not talk at them. Listen, oh, this is what I had. There was something that I saw on a TikTok where this mother had cut the girl's hair off. Mm. She cut the braids off the hair of a little chocolate baby. And then later on, she had said something to the effect of, uh, did another video, are you okay? And the girl is not looking like she about to blink, like help me. Well, it seems that uh, uh, social services is taking that child. Now, let me give you what I know or what I understand from the story. She, the mother berated, and I say this the way I say it, berated the daughter online saying, you think it's more important for you to be cute than to be whatever the case may be. I think that that's a private conversation. She proceeded to do this online, recording it, and then she takes her daughter's plaits, braids, and the girl is a teenager, and she cuts them all the way down. I don't know about you. Any of you had girls in your life? That's abuse. When we get our hair cut, even when they're trimming our hair, we cry. So I automatically felt for the little girl and got angry at the mother because I think that it could have been done another way. Am I that child's mother? No. Do I know all of the situation? No. But embarrassing our children and wanting them to respect us. The Bible even talks about this. It says, you know, and parents play on this and they don't read the other part of it. Uh, <clears throat> children should honor their mother and father. But the other part of that, mothers and fathers, is that you should not provoke your children. You shouldn't do stuff like that. That's my feeling. That's just horrible. That, that's abuse. That's simple abuse. But you, but you made a point about um, older people, you know, talking to the kids, not at them. At them, right. The conversation we just had about the shows or what have you, see, we need to share those experiences of when we came up with them because then it, it, it lets them know that it's not just there was a there was a time like that and they might want to seek that time out themselves so that they can nurture their own their own memories. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because memories is how how I get through the next day. And I'm I'm gonna tell you something I sat back, this is amazing, right? This is amazing. My brother called me today. Now my company Fresh Entertainment is not a company that we just happen to throw together. Now, let me explain what I mean. We've been serial entrepreneurs forever, and I'm going to tell you why. He calls me today, and he says, man, you have no idea what I just found. I said, what are you talking about, James? He said, I found a ledger in the closet. He said, Gwen went in the closet, 
found this ledger from the store that we used to have. <laughs> wow. I said, I said, from the store? He said, yeah. Now, mind you, this was from 1984. He just found this thing. This ledger is 40 years old. 40 years old. He just found it today, December 20th, 2022. Now, the point that I'm trying to make is we've always, always, from day one, tried to create our own businesses. We had a, a game room in the Bronx, New York, called Thriller. After the Michael Jackson album, we called it Thriller. He went and started reading through the pages of this ledger. And it, it was our corporate ledger. And it said it showed our employees. Wow. How much we paid them an hour. Wow. What their schedule was at work. It said let's took, yo, we had 49 video games two pool tables, and we had a candy store within the store. Wow. I was 25 years old at the time. Mm. My brother was 22. Mm. But then, And then he, he texted me a picture of a drawing of the logo. He said, this, this is your handwriting. Mm. And I looked at this logo. It was my handwriting of the Thriller logo that we had put together for this store. I'm 65 today. That was when I was 25. Wow. You feel me? That's 40 years ago. So the point that I'm trying to make, that that feeling that I got from that phone call and then sitting there discussing this with him, and he's reading Mike, used to, Mike Worker, Kevin Worker, Carl Worker, He's working from 5 to 10 on Sunday. And we're writing this stuff down in the ledger, collected from the Pac-Man machine, $149. All this stuff is in the ledger. And I'm blown away. I'm blown away. I'm like, wow. And it made me realize, and it cemented who the hell I am. Okay. It cemented who I am and who I've always been. In case you needed a reminder. Exactly. And where did that come from? Your youth. That, that's right. And it came from, I needed to hear that. I needed to hear that. Because it told me that I've been on the right path. Anytime that I've said to myself, am I doing the right thing? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? You get a sign. That was the sign that, yes, 40 years later, my brother, you are still on that same path. And that is what you're supposed to be doing. Well, mm -hmm. I'm I think that's wonderful. I think that we should also tell our audience about, you know, like vision boards and and words of empowerment. Like we have to speak positivity over ourselves. I'm a big joker, but you're not going to talk down about me. Uh, and, and not even jokingly, like I'm wonderful, I'm marvelous, I'm all that and then some. And the people around me, I speak life into their existence also. And I try to 
project that positivity. Doesn't mean I'm always feeling it because it's hard to be always on a hundred. But let me tell you something. When you speak over yourself, you got to use those powerful words. I am successful. I am a business person. As you said, I am a serial business person. (laughs) I like that. Yeah, because we need that. Right. Let me share this one last thing with you on this, right? I get up about about 5.36 in the morning, right? Okay. My uncle's, my uncle who passed away many years ago, his name is Bernard, right? When I was about to get up, I wasn't, I wasn't awake, awake yet. But he came to me this morning. Mm. And he said to me, and clear as day, he said to me, we are well fed and we're okay. That's, that's my word. He said, we are well fed and we are okay. And I'm going to tell you why that's important to me. I just lost my first cousin two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. A year older than me. And the other mm. day I sat in, I looked at a picture. And it hit me hard. Boom. My uncle came to me today and said, we are well fed and we are okay. And that blew my mind. Then I get this 40-year reminder this evening. And I don't know about anybody else, but these are messages. Baby, yes. These are messages to me. And I'm not going to take them lightly. So I politely got myself up and I said, thank you, God. That meant it's time for me to get up and go get it. They're okay. He's letting me know that the family is okay. My mother is up there, they're okay. My grandmother's okay. My aunt, my cousin, both of them now, they're okay. We're well fed and we're okay. That blew my mind, man. That was a reminder for you to continue to live your best life. Continue to move on. Yeah. Continue to move on because I started getting into this, I'm 65, what am I doing? Uh, Am I doing the right thing and you know, you know, do I got the energy? And you know, not 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 overly, but just running through my mind. It creeps in. It creeps in. And that's why the ancestors sent you a reminder. I speak to I speak to my ancestors with uh, clarity and authority all the time. And I do believe that when you are spiritual, I'm not talking religious. When you are spiritual, you are more in tune to nature and things around you. I speak to my plants. Um, <laughs> you're more <laughs> to just things because you need to be, you know, when you're a spiritual being, you understand that that energy, because I, I, my personal belief, energy cannot die. And if energy cannot die, that means that my loved ones are not dead. Their energy is transformed. And that allows me to understand that we communicate on different frequencies, on different levels. You may see a butterfly. That might be the butterfly that Auntie like. You might see, um, you might have to pull up a recipe. That's the recipe that you will call every year to ask her how to make this peach cobbler. And she told you every year how to make the peach cobbler. And this is a year that you can't call her, but you got the recipe. You know, there's, there's, there's always something of a reminder that the spirit, that the ancestors will help you guide yourself along the way to, to keep you motivated. 
I'm glad that you had that encounter. I'm yes. so glad. Beautiful. Now, listen, at this point, hold on a moment. We're going to, do, we're going to take a commercial break, and we'll be right back. What we're going to do is we're going to show a clip from a movie that everyone should see. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Only the most broken people. His people did not call him General or King. They called him Kukul Khan, the Feather Serpent God, killing him. Will risk eternal war. He's coming for the surface world. What you whisper, they have lost the protector. Now is our time to strike. Show them. Okay, we're back. We're right back here. Let's book you one-on-one show right here on Fresh Nation Radio, W-J-O-N. We were talking I know about what you whisper. The people. The people. <laughs> the people. Come down to, to the serpent god. I like I like the way he says that. Kuku Khan. Has anybody seen that? Has anybody I've seen, seen that? it. How was it, man? It was excellent. Really? Yeah. I think that's gonna excellent. be one of my holiday gifts. I'm gonna go check that out. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna like, you know, make that happen for myself also. Kinda Perch. And then they have a whole bunch of Netflix stuff that's going on, too. I know that we talked about seeing, uh, what is it, Creed? I'm not really, I don't know the storyline, but, but I see the body and I'm, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> and, Creed uh, 3. Yeah, I'm going to see Creed 3. I don't even know who Creed is or who number two, one, two, or 3 are, but I'm going to go see it because Homeboy got a body. Uh -oh. like, yeah. uh, I hear that. I hear that. He's in, um, he's in Black Panther, too. Listen. He got so I would get a two for one. Then I'm gonna see the body, and then I'm gonna see the body. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he know how to do a sit up. I think he can bench press two twenty. That, uh -oh. That's good. Uh oh, see, so might might take you like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <He's the roof. laughs> Look, mom, one hand. Well, he might not. I want him to have a long career. It's <laughs> all good. Hey, listen, we got the wizard sitting up there just chilling, man. Okay. What's going on, Wiz? What's yeah. going on with you, man? 
just just chilling, taking it easy, listening to all this philosophical talk and stuff, and what have you with little kids, and you know, uh, listening to Beep Beep, the Roadrunner. Remember that? Hey, that was a big one. With yeah. the Acme thing, he was he, he the Acme product. Yeah. Was doing it. <laughs> wild, wildy coyote. Wildy coward, another one. Yeah. Yep. So we had a, and, and uh, my man, uh, what's the other one? Exit stage left. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, no, can no. I do that? Yes. Can I do that? Go ahead, man. Oh, heavens to Murgatroy! That looks harmful, deadly, detrimental. Exit stage left. <laughs> Snagapus. Snagapus. You did. You did. That was the mother story. No, but I do know it. I don't know the name of it, and I think he would be like an even. Right, right, even. I love to say that even. I thought it was so funny for some reason. Over here, even. An even. Yep. Yep. Oh, Snagapus. My man, courageous cat. <laughs> yep. And the frog. The frog. Well, we, we had some joints, man. Uh, Ray, you remember this one? Um, Knucklehead Smith. Oh man, Jerry Mahoney. Jerry Mahoney. Yeah. Oh man, that Mitch Mahoney show. Wow. Right. 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 <laughs> about Mitch Mahoney and about the Mitch Miller show, right? Mitch Miller. Remember him? Yeah, Mitch Miller. Yeah, uh, Mitch Miller had um had Leslie Uggams there all the time with Mitch Miller. Yeah, man. And then sing along every, with Mitch. Sing along with every Mitch. Sunday night. Yep. Everybody was watching Ed, Ed Sullivan, Sullivan, right? Ed yep. Sullivan. Yeah. Because well, you know about Ed Sullivan. I know that there's a theater on Fifty Something Street. <laughs> and... <laughs> 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 Listen, you know, you talking about Soul Train and what have you, but. If you was on Ed Sullivan on you, Sunday you night, it. what time it came on, Ray? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Yep. Ed Eight o'clock. Everybody, Temptations. Everybody was on that show. Yeah. I remember one Dance Fever. That was that was Dance a Fever was another one. Yeah. Oh, Denny Terrio. Yeah. Yeah. Before Denny Terrio. Before Soul Train, the original show that produced it showed a lot of on uh, Channel Thirteen. Ellis Hazlett was his name. And he had a show called Soul, S-O-U-L. Yeah. And it was on mm -hmm. Channel 13. I yeah. remember it because not only did I watch it, but I took Al Green there to the studio when he performed yep. uh, on Soul. And there's a documentary about this particular show. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. show again? And it, Soul, S-O-U-L. And it was on Channel uh, 13, W-N-E-T. Yep. And uh, was one of the original shows that premiered R&B artists on uh, public television. Yeah, and, and we had another one too, uh, rapping on the roof. Yeah, rapping on the roof. We had on, and we had Black Omnibus. Uh, James Earl Jones was the host of that. Right, That's a sexy voice. Yep, okay. yep. Okay, so you know what? And of course, we had Ralph McDaniel in the early game video jukebox. Yeah, video, you know? yeah, video music yeah. that was big. So, yeah, and uh, five Fred Fat. What is it? Yeah, five. Uh, five, five, yeah. five Freddy. Right. Yep. And then you had uh, Ed Lover and, and Dr. Dre, the, the 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 first Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. See, there was another Dr. Dre. Do you know that? That's right. Oh. You didn't know yeah, that? Yeah, big fat, big fat boy. Oh, that was you know, you heard of Ed Lover, right? Yes. His partner. They would have they would have rapped kings. They would have yep. rapped 
uh, representatives back in the day when this Yo MTV Raps. Yo MTV Raps. Uh, yep. Red Lover and Dr. Dre. Yep. That's right. They were yep. First. They were first. But listen, we're going to segue to this. Ray, you uh, tell us about RSC, what you're doing with RSC and this new record that you, uh, you're you promoting. It's, uh, it's, it's actually uh, done by John Luongo. Does anybody know that name, by the way? And who John is, please. John is a producer, mixer. Uh, he's been around a long time. He's mixed everything from the Jacksons, uh, you know, to you name it. And uh, he's, you know, he's from Boston, and that's how I know him. And, uh, you know, he's a uh, uh, very, I mean, he's, he has a litany of, uh, from the Jacksons to uh, U2 to, uh, 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 he did This Time Baby. Uh, remix, and anyway, he has a record that he put out of a young lady from uh, Montreal. Her name is Alma Faye Brooks, and he put out a producer record called Dreams Don't Only Happen at Christmas. Alma May has had some club hits uh, from back in the day. Actually, she's not that young, uh, but in any event, she's a good singer. She belts it out pretty good, and this is kind of an upbeat pop R&B song, and it talks about how uh, Christmas should mean something to everybody, similar to what you were talking about in terms of a universal thing. It's got a kind of we all the world feel to the record. So it's a very nice song. Dreams only happen at Christmas, and it's pumping all over. The BBC edited it on all their eight stations in England. Boom. Really? So uh, it's it's doing quite well. And it's a Christmas record, and, and but uh, uh, I think uh, John did a good job with this. Now, guess what? We're just going to go ahead right now and listen to this record. What's her name again? Alma Faye Brooks. And the name of the record? Uh, what do you call it? Dreams Don't Only Happen at Christmas. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Christmas song. Ray Caviano is promoting this. Let's hear it.
happen on Christmas. Wow. Well, that's a bouncy song, huh? <laughs> nice little jingle, man. Nice little jingle. I like it. You've got that kind of, and look at that sack there. That saxophone got a little Motown feel to it, you know? Okay, yeah, 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 it does. It's got the tambourine, though. You got that Motown tambourine, for sure. Yeah, no okay. <laughs> definitely jamming. I saw you jamming over there, Ray. everything, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good song. It's got a very upbeat, and, and uh, you know, that there's a universal sound there that talking about. Kind of what we were talking about tonight, what Christmas should mean to the kids and, and all of that. And that Christmas should not just be limited to, to Christmas, you know? Right. Exactly. 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 Where can so find they, the song at? Where can people find the song if they want to find it? It's every, God, it's on every platform known to mankind. Tidal, Spotify, uh, Amazon, uh, you name it. It's just, it's, it's not about, uh, I was looking at a, 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 a must have been about 10 different platforms it's on. It's on JML Records, which is John's label, stands for his initials, John M. Luongo, JML Records. And it's on every platform uh, that you can get. Title, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, you name it. Oh, that's it's that's everywhere. Good, nice little jingle. And you heard it right here on the Let's Boogie 101 show, y'all. You heard it right here. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. Now, I got another surprise for y'all. This uh -oh. is a family, family member, family member here. We're going to play something by a family member. I'm not going to even say who it is. I'm just going to listen to it. You're going to already know. Y'all stay uh -oh. for this one. This is also in the Christmas vein, right here on the Let's Movie One on One show on Fresh Nation Radio. <laughs> Children with our old Christmas tree. 
Was that Malika? That's Malika Mo, baby. Malika yeah. Mo from the band of soul. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. 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 Very nice. Very you know, that's that's that my song. my police ears coming in. Oh. <laughs> oh. Did you know that was her? I did. Okay. I did immediately. Okay. I yep. sister girl's voice. You know I love her. <laughs> she sound she sound good, man. She sound real good. Uh-huh. Yeah. How'd you like that? Oh, I think Ray put himself on mute. He put himself on timeout. Uh, and the production is not bad either. Not bad. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a finished master right there. That's a done deal. Yep. Oh, good. Yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, that's a done deal right there. That sounds really good. That needs to be on the radio stations for real. Yeah. I wish uh, somebody would have given that to me. I would have sent that out, man. Well. It hasn't gone out yet. Still, we're going to talk about it for sure. <laughs> I'm going to play another song, and then we're going to wind it up a little bit. Um, okay. Right the Let's Boogie Show. We're going to have a little fun. This is a holiday, so we're going to play a couple of holiday songs. And uh, we just really want everybody to enjoy themselves, man. This is one of my favorite songs by Young Brother. And uh, listen to this one. Hang all the mistletoe I'm gonna get to know You better This Christmas And as we trim the tree How much fun it's gonna be Together This Christmas The fireside is blazing bright We're caroling through the uh, night This Christmas will be a very special Christmas for me
Yeah, like <laughs> from the highs to the low, just wow. Oh, I love, man. And, and that that Donny Hathaway song was that Andre Green? What that sang it? Yeah, that Donny Hathaway song. Chris Brown. Did you play first? That was Chris Brown. Oh yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? Y'all didn't know that? Nah, I I know he sang it in that. Did he sing it in that movie? Yeah, he sang it in that movie this yeah, Christmas. Also say uh, tenderness as well. See, well I, let me tell you something, not low key but high key. I like Chris Brown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I I like Chris Brown. Ray, you like Chris Brown? You like Chris Brown? Oh, you muted, Ray. Unmute yourself, brother. You better like Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Chris Brown will bite you. <laughs> <laughs> Back. <laughs> yeah, Chris Brown bites you. I oh. think him and Mike Tyson related. <laughs> okay. All right. Mike Tyson is a funny dude. Like I see. Oh, he's hilarious. Like I had no. First of all, I had no idea. I remember going to Bentley's a long time ago. You remember Bentley's? Y'all remember? Yep. Bentley's? Yep. And my he felt my girlfriend's butt. What? Yep. Yeah. They called the booty bandit. Yep. He felt my girlfriend's butt, and I was like, I, I, I don't know what to do. We were ready. She was ready to fight. I was ready to leave because you know I'm not about that life. <laughs> yeah, I went about that life. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I remember about him. But um, in a lot of the interviews, he seems to be a real dude, and I'm so glad that I, I get to hear him talk. And tell his story, and he's really a funny, funny guy. Yep. Yeah, he is. 
Ray, you said you liked the uh, you liked uh, Chris Brown. You like Chris Brown, right? Right, I like Chris Brown, and I like uh, well, you know, I like Neo too. Right. Oh yeah, Neo's good too. Yeah, Neo's a good dancer too. Yeah, I think um, what's the other one? Usher is a good dancer. Usher's an excellent dancer. His yeah. name is his name is Raymond too, right? Yeah. Yep. Usher yeah. Raymond. Yep. Anyway, this was an interesting Christmas show tonight. Absolutely. Very philosophical. Yeah, yeah, we had fun. We had fun, and we just want everybody to know that um, we're going to broadcast uh, broadcast this show on Fresh Nation Radio. It'll be on this Saturday morning. And that's right. right. Good. It'll be a good Christmas Eve show. That's right. Absolutely, Fresh Nation. Fresh Nation. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Saturday is pretty smart. Excellent. Very good. I think anywhere we go, we're going to shine. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yep. That's a true player right there. Play for real. <laughs> so, parting words, uh, Ms. Pope. You have yes. To, you First have of all, I'd like to say uh, Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. Remember that love is the reason for the season. And give yourself love as you give others. That's right. Shout your family out. My whole tribe, you know how much I love you. I love you more cook, more than cook food on Sunday. <laughs> well, I want to say to the whole world, peace, love, and happiness. And we need it every day. We need to reach out to people every day because people are depressed every day. They just look like it really culminates during the holiday season. But we got to reach out to people that we know are lonesome, people that are withdrawn, people who aren't doing well. We got to reach out to them. True indeed. True indeed. True indeed. Well, just like that song that uh, we played earlier, uh, that John Luongo song, I think he, the headline says it all. The name of the song, Dreams Don't Only Happen at Christmas. That it should happen every day. That people should, kids should appreciate every day. Is in a way, Christmas doesn't always have to be Christmas to be Christmas. So everybody have a good holiday. Let's try to keep the Christmas spirit going through the entire 2023. Here we go. As we as we embark on another Christmas in five days, I want to say to our listening audience: Have a great time. Be safe. Be safe. Remember, every day is love. Every day is love. That's the only way we're going to get through it, like Tattletale said. Reach out and, 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 and talk to somebody. Reach out and touch somebody. Reach out and look for somebody who you haven't seen. You know, those who are shut in. The elderly. Those less fortunate than we are. Reach out to them. Have a great time. We'll be back for our New Year's Eve broadcast. And it's been a pleasure. I had fun tonight. And I want to thank my co-hosts. I want to thank everybody, man, for this opportunity. And I just want to thank God of my understanding for another day. And as my uncle told me this morning, we fed and we're okay. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. See you. 
Saturday morning, 10 a.m. It's hard.